0: UTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon.
1: Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
0: Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is
1: prerecorded.
2: It's time for
1: Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. So God says, Verge on two. I wish above all things you may prosper and be in just as your soul prospers. So you will never prosper greater than the development of your soul man. How do you develop a soul man? Get in his word. Get in his presence. Because see, then God says, I can trust you. What do you mean, Pastor? See, some of y'all's soul, man, is here, and you want this prosperity. Look at your neighbor and say, out of order. Out of order. Nobody puts money in a machine that says out of order. And you're asking God to put money in you, and you are out of order. And you say, Lord, give me increase. He say, no, I see a big out of order on your forehead. I can't give you money because you are out of order. And you don't do it either. When you go to the honey bun machine and it say out of order, you don't put no money in the honey bun machine. You put your money in and you start to shake it. <laughs> now, nah, baby, you should have read the sign. It said out of order. And our God says, guess what? I can't put in you what I want because see, you are out of. So God says, 3 John 2, I wish above all things that you may as prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers. So you will never prosper greater than the development of your soul, man. How do you develop a soul, man? Get in his word. Get in his presence. Because he, then God says, I can trust you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Oh, there's some good teaching today. Praise the Lord. Verse 20, verse 20 says, Then he gave the disciples strict orders to tell no one that he was the Christ." Verse 21, from that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples clearly. He must go to Jerusalem and endure many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and be raised from the dead, from death on the third day. Now, look what Peter did. Peter just got his promotion. Lord Jesus, none the worse a person to get some new knowledge. All of a sudden, they want to be a prophet. <laughs> Verse 22. Peter took him to the side. Come here, Jesus. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Come here. Look he at this. Come here, come here, come here, come here, Jesus. To speak to him privately and begin to reprimand him. Saying, may God forbid it. This will never happen to you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Two verses before, I just promoted you. You just went from shaky to rock. And now you checking me? Raise your hand if you've been on a job and you taught somebody one button. And all of a sudden, that heathen going to try to teach you something. I've been here for 15 years, dummy. Sit down and be quiet. Nothing worse than somebody. They do a in church, too. They get one scripture. Jesus wept. Hey, pastor, I want to tell you what God told me. Be still. Be still. Sit, sit down live it longer. I figure God tell me first. How about that? How about that? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus hmm Look what he says. Now, he, here's here's the here's the capsule of the message today. But Jesus turned to him and said, Peter, stop right there. What how did he address him as who? And look what the next line says. Get behind me, Satan. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was Jesus talking to Peter. First, he says to Peter to say Peter listen and then he spoke to Satan because see Jesus knew that voice see when you know that voice see so many of us have been led astray by somebody we thought was our friend because you didn't know the difference between those voices and as soon as Jesus heard that snag devil, he went ahead and said, look, Peter, you sit there right quick. I got to deal with something. Because see, this is above your pay grade. You don't even know what just happened to you. You don't even realize you just got used by the devil. I'm going to call him just like it is. He said, Peter, get behind me sick. This is why it's critical. You know God's voice. You see how quick Jesus dealt with that joker.
2: Pastor, how, how this happen?
1: Understand, the devil is a spirit, so he needs a body to flow through. Peter didn't realize once he went against what God just said, he left room for the enemy. When you are full of him, there's no room for anybody else. But once you become, everyone say double-minded, because see, he just called you Christ, and the next sentence you say, God forbid. You can't be just Christ and God forbid in the same line. You got to make up who you are. But once you become double-minded, the Bible says you're unstable, you're shaky, in. he just confessed him as Jesus. Two lines later, he says, get for God forbid. How you gonna say, God forbid, I'm God? You just called me the son of God, and then you say, God forbid. Everyone say double-minded. So, you have to be mindful, as Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. What are you saying, pastor? Any person, place, or thing, usually like a noun, that comes against God's will for your life, you say, get behind me, Satan. I was in Las Vegas. Lord Jesus. It didn't seem like anybody had clothes on. In the street. Outside. And I looked this way, I said, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, get behind Lord, I, every direction was get behind me, Satan. Meaning, if you see something that's going against where you're trying to go, speak to it. Notice, Jesus didn't act like it wasn't there. He dealt with it right there. So, what are you saying, Pastor? I'm not saying go to work and tell everybody get behind me, Satan. Okay? I'm not telling tellin you that. Some of y'all really need to do that. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. All y'all. Can't do that. Can't do that. (laughs) They call you a heretic and they put you out. Can't do that. What you do, (laughs) I don't get offended when someone says something wrong or calls me a word that I don't like because, see, I know my name. So whether you call me this or that or a negative or derogatory thing, it doesn't affect me because I know my name. It should only affect you if they're telling the truth about you. If you're not speaking truth, I ain't worried what you said about me. Because at the end of the day, I only care what God says about me. That's the real hallelujah. So notice he says this. Oh, this is good. Golly, this is good. But Jesus said to, turn to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Then notice he says, you are, and it's capital, capital Y, you are a stumbling block to me. He's talking to the devil. Then he says to, to Peter, look. For you are not setting your mind on things of God. He wouldn't talk because the devil already has his mind set on. So look, he's talking to both of them at the same time. (laughs) Get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block to me, talking to Satan. For you are not setting your mind on things of God, but things of man, Peter. When you stop thinking about God, you open yourself up to the devil. Ooh, that's good right there. Praise the Lord. The next slide. These are... wisdom keys, I got two. Oh, I'm moving. Look what it says, and this is critical. Set your mind, keep focus, habitually on the things above, heavenly things, not on the things that are on earth, which have only temporal value. Simon Peter got off course because he started thinking personal, his loss. You got to be kingdom-minded. Amen? So you, you, you got to be kingdom-minded. Sometimes being kingdom-minded means that certain things in your life will suffer. You'll go through some storms, but you have to realize that all things work together for the good. Amen? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I thought about when I, when I was going through chemotherapy with cancer. You're
2: listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. And now, let's get back to the Word.
1: And how going to the the oncologist and getting all these tests done and going through the chemo and and how God introduced me to a different set of people. And now I see why God did everything. Because, see, if if I took it as a personal indictment on my life versus God just using me, Amen. We have a couple nurses who joined the church because uh, they were were treating me for chemo. Could it be that God allowed me to go through that storm to save a soul? Think of things his way, not your way. God will use whatever he has to to get people saved. And every now and then you may have to go through a storm to save somebody else. Number two, number two. We must not put a limit on God. The reason why Simon Peter couldn't believe it, he couldn't believe that Jesus could die and come back. It was just so far beyond his thought process. Listen, family, you need to have more space in your brain for things you can't figure out. The reason people don't believe is because they can't figure it out.
2: I can't figure it out, can't figure it out.
1: No, me neither. I don't don't know how babies come. I just know that if some things happen, babies show up. I don't know the math and the arithmetic and all the other stuff. They just be happening, though. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't know how electricity works, but I bet you won't stick your finger (laughs) there. Bet you get a revelation. (laughs) Just because you don't know how it works doesn't mean it's not effective. Look at this. My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways your ways, declares the Lord. For the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Stop limiting God to your ability to believe. If you don't put a limit on God, God won't put a limit on you. I remember we were in a plane yesterday, man. Just seeing a plane fly. Just being in the air. You just see in the air. I mean, if you don't believe in God, that's just amazing to me. Hallelujah. The only thing it would be better is if it's private. Get all the legroom I want. I don't care. Y'all can hate me for that. Whatever. You get 6'5 and you try to talk about your legs. Amen. Five filters. These are some, some things to help you in life. Five filters to knowing God's voice. Five filters. Number one, does what I'm hearing line up to God's word? That's the most important part. Does what I'm hearing line up to God's word? Every now and then people say, how do I know God's voice? God's voice is in his word. You'll find it in the word. You'll find it in the word. Is it consistent with God's character? God is love. God is about sacrifice. God is not about uh, his, uh, God. God is not about uh, Personal situation—he's about his will. Is it being confirmed through messages, through a, through, a, through message? Am I hearing it from the church and study groups? It all should line up. Is it beyond me? This is a critical point. Every time God asks me to do something, I, it's kind of—I have to stretch myself. It's not comfortable. God's word will get you out your comfort zone. Amen. It will push you to place you don't want to push. Amen. If you talk about giving, oh, Jesus, it's going to push you. Sacrificing, it's going to push you. Will it please God? See, once you get these things lined up, then you can verify it's God's voice. Amen. It's simple, but difficult. But you got to spend time with Him. Uh, th- there was a season, uh, my baby boy. He, has a, he had a list. Is it a, called baby list? Look at that. See that. praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, my baby boy, uh, when he was little, he had a, had a list, and uh, it was so cute. Uh, you know, when babies are cute, there's certain ages that they're always cute, at an age where they're less cute. But uh, <laughs> they said, uh, so he, he, was, he, was, he wasn't talking as quickly as we wanted him to talk. So uh, the doctor said, we have to do a, a test on his ears. I'm like, why are we testing his ears? And they, and they said that the reason they test their ears, and what they do is say, like, uh, if you hear the sound, raise your left hand, right hand. So what happens, they, they test your ears because they validate whether you can speak by how you hear. And it hit me. The reason why many of you don't speak properly Because you don't hear. My Bible says, let him who have ear hear. So he didn't say. <laughs> so when I hear someone speaking foolishness. By what you said, you told me what you. So I can equate where you are in your faith walk. By the words that's coming out of your. My Bible says faith comes by and hearing by. So guess what? And the Bible says, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So this is the revelation, family. So what you have to realize is this. The more word I get, gets in my ear, faith comes by hearing. Then Joshua 1, 8 says, if I meditate on this word night and day, I shall make my way prosperous. Then it gets in my head. And then the Bible says, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So this is how it goes. Faith comes in your ear, gets in your mind, you meditate, and then it rests in your heart. And then when the heart's pushed, it comes out of your mouth. That's why when you see people cuss all the time, they can apologize, but that's your heart. pastor says, no, it's not in my heart. Well, it's your heart, baby. Don't get mad at me. Praise the Lord. I, 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 ain't, I love you. But 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 see when that pressure hit and you get squeezed, whatever you full of gonna come out. Yeah, yeah. If you got some MFs in you, just don't worry. Oh, 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 oh. Y'all y'all never heard the word before? Yeah, yeah, all Some of y'all might say in the park a lot. I can't believe that cut me off. What you're full of? When you get pressure, it's going to come out. Well, I don't really cuss all the time. When you get pressured, what's in you comes out. Ooh, what is that? Mhm. That's not the glory of God. So I had to be mindful that my words are an indicator of my heart. You ain't gonna get mad at me. That's the word of God. Amen. You know, it's funny. I was riding my bike in our neighborhood. That's my new, my new exercise. I love it because it takes pressure off my knees, but it strengthens strengthens my knee at the same time. And I was riding around and I drove past my neighbor down the street and I saw a dollar bill uh, in their yard. And, uh, It was like, the road was right here. The dollar bill was in their grass, like there. So I'm just riding my bike. So there's voices in my head. There's this, this voices in my head. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry about that. Should, anyway, voice in my head say, Jomo, look what God did for you. He loved you so much. He left a dollar in the grass for you. Everyone say voices. And choices. So I'm right. I rode for about an hour and 15 minutes. And every time I go, it's like, it's like, it was like a magnet. Every time I drove by, I just kept looking at it. Still there. Still there. God, lower the away I ain't got to look at it no more. No, nope, still there. And I said, Jomo, why don't just pick it up? And the voice said, now, nah, Jomo, the likelihood when you pick it up, the neighbor going to come out the door. And as soon as you pick it up, it's going to be like. <laughs> so you know what I did, y'all? I stopped driving that wire in my bike that way. I just changed my whole course. I ain't going to go down that side road no more. I'm going to go this way. Because I realized that voice was not God. And every single day, there's voices trying to get you to get out of your will. And and by the way, the devil can't get you with big stuff. It's be small, subtle stuff. So I'm riding my bike thinking about a dollar. I said, come on, Jay. We passed a dollar now, dog. Let it go. So I'm talking to myself. I said, is it really worth it? I could just ride by and fall off my bike and just pick it up. Come on, y'all know how we used to do. Every dollar found was found money. I said, I said, boy, get your butt home. I said, I can't believe one dollar is talking to me like that. By the way, and Pastor, the money talks, yes, it does. Remember the Bible? Jesus said the fig tree spoke to him, and he talked to the fig tree. He said, where your fruit? The fig tree said, I ain't got none. He said, I curse you. Right now, money's talking to you. Don't give. That's what? Yeah, talk to you. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I've been with you a long time. Food talks to you. It's talking right now. <laughs> Friends, hallelujah. Everyone say voices Voices. and choices. choices. All day long, you are living by the voices you heed and the choices you make. And by the way, it's happening. all. So you have to be cognizant of the decisions you make. Because what happens as you grow on God, and God spoke to me that day, he said, Jomo, don't let a dollar disqualify you. Cause that's what the enemy wants to disqualify. He wants to, the Bible calls him the accuser. So he wants to go before God and say, See, Jomo ain't changed. See, he went and got that dollar. See, 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 see. And then what happens, God has to take back keys because integrity is part of the process. So I said, I said, Nah, nah. You know, I, it's good for me. He said, Jomo, don't let a dollar take you off course. Some of y'all struggle with a dollar. Dollar got you jacked, dollar got you whooped.